0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 29th of April. The total number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in India inched closer to the 30,000 mark as the country mulls extending the lockdown, which is slated to end on Sunday for a second time. India added over 1,594 new cases of COVID-19 in the 24 hours as of 5 p.m. yesterday, taking the total to 29,974, according to the Health Ministry's update. This includes 937 deaths and 7,027 patients who have recovered. Internationally, France plans to begin reopening shops on the 11th of May while Spain is preparing for a new normal as it removes restrictions over the next 8 weeks. Cases in the US went past 1 million, according to data compiled by Johns Hopkins University. The number of new infections in Germany fell below 1,000 for the first time in more than five weeks. And China's top scientists said the virus won't be eradicated, joining a growing consensus that the pathogen will probably return in waves. For India, what's making matters worse is that Fitch Ratings has said that the measures to contain the virus have damaged its fiscal outlook and could pressure its sovereign rating. The cautionary note that was released yesterday comes at a time when the Indian government is debating a second round of fiscal stimulus to support the economy. The first set of announcements, remember entailing a spend of 1.7 lakh crore rupees accounted for less than one percent of nominal gdp in other news the credit quality of indian companies deteriorated in 2019-20 as the value of debt downgraded more than doubled according to icra ratings the disruption from the covid 19 pandemic will only make things worse ICRA cut credit ratings of 584 corporates, with an aggregate debt of 7 lakh crore in the financial year ending March 2020. In international news, oil recovered after a sharp fall that was set off when a major index tracked by billions of dollars in funds said it would exit near-term contracts for fear that prices may turn negative again. Both the outright price for West Texas intermediate futures and the spread between the June and July contracts were hit by volatility following the abrupt decision. But last I checked, WTI crude was back above the $13 per barrel mark and rent was trading at $23.2. In other news, IAG will cut the workforce at its flagship British Airways by almost 30% in a painful restructuring aimed at shrinking the airline group to make it through the downturn. As many as 12,000 jobs will be lost at British Airways, according to a statement that was released late yesterday. In international markets, U.S. stocks declined. The Dow fell about a tenth of a percent, while the S&P 500 ended lower by about half a percent. The Nasdaq was the worst performer, falling 1.4 percent. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, only two of the three early rises were trading, and they were both in the green last I checked. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking today?
1: Good morning alex and good morning listeners the SGX nifty is currently higher for the third straight day today by 50 points indicating another positive opening for indian equities let's see if this positivity holds up in stocks and news we start with earnings access bank has reported 19 percent growth in its net interest income but has also posted a net loss of 1388 crores versus a profit 1,500 crores year on year on account of higher provisioning. At 7,730 crores of provisions this was two times the expectations which has led to a dent in the bottom line and the bottom line coming below consensus expectations. The bank has also approved raising of 35,000 crores via debt and bonds. We will be watching out for earnings from Hexware Technologies today. Moving on, we have Spandana Financial, which says that 794 out of the 1006 branches, that is 79% of its branches, are in green zones and all of these have been operational since April 20th. The NBFC has always been conservative in terms of borrower indebtedness and focused on more resilient rural borrowers. Biocorn Milan have launched Fulfillia in Canada. Fulfillia is approved by Health Canada to decrease the incidence of infection as manifested by febrile neutropenia. And in today's list of companies, which have resumed operations partially we have cg consumer electricals nlc india gable india ppav automotive and federal model Godse. now these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today but don't forget to go through our morning edition of all you need to know only on BloombergQuint.com. thanks agam and as
0: always thank you all for listening in this is alex Matthews signing off have a great day